Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, everybody, before we start, I do want to let you know that I was on Allison Sheridan's podcast and we discussed creating custom GPTs. And if you don't know what that is, it's kind of it's just like an AI chatbot customized to whatever task you need it to do. If you're interested in that subject, head on over to podfeet.com and check out Allison's blog post. You can also find a link directly to the video that we recorded in the show notes. Now, Allison has a couple of different podcasts. I don't know if this particular segment is going to be on the NoSillaCast or on Chit Chat Across the Pond. My recommendation to you is to subscribe to both because you won't be disappointed. So again, link in the show notes or go to podfeet.com. All right, let's jump into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Kilowatt Podcast, a podcast about renewable energy, electric vehicles, autonomous driving, and much, much more. Just out of curiosity, did anybody think that was better than any of the other ones I've done? Let me know, Bodie at 918digital.com. On today's episode, we are going to sit down with Steve Sheridan, and Steve's going to give us some of his reasons for installing a powered trunk on his wife's Allison's Model 3 performance that did not come with a powered trunk. So without further ado, let's let is it a do? Yeah. Without further ado, let's welcome Steve Sheridan to the show. Welcome, Steve. Thank you, Bodie. Glad to be here. I am glad you're here. Um, you teased this a little bit on the 39th Avenue Kilowatt Thanksgiving Trivia Extravaganza Retro Edition. Um, and, and you were nice enough to, and now I'm teasing it. I'm over teasing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to talk about installing a retrofit lift gate on a Model 3, specifically Allison's Model 3 performance. And you teased this a little bit. Uh, um, during that episode, uh, the Thanksgiving episode, and you were nice enough to type up all the notes and, and basically do all of the work and agree to come on and, and do an interview with me. So thank you very much for doing that. My pleasure. 
All right. Now, after that awkward introduction, <laughs> let's go ahead and move on. What, what's the motivation for installing a powered trunk? Allison's, uh, she has an original, original Model 3, right? What, the, one of the first ones out? Yes, she does. She has a, the Tesla Model 3 2019. So I think they first came out in 2017, but very few changes were made from 2017 to 2019. Okay. okay. So it is one of the originals, close to the original. I think they did change the glass in in the Model 3s, the, the clear roof and um, possibly the um, rear window glass. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the seats as well, because I know they mm-hmm. had some some third party seats and they just decided to build their own seats later on in the yeah. build process. But they're essential for this per- for these purposes. It's almost the same. OK. And so then y- go ahead. Sorry. The motivation was that. Um, so I have a, a Tesla Model Y, a 2020, got it a year after Allison, and she kind of liked the fact that my hatch is powered. I've got a powered lift gate hatch. And, um, I'm, I heard her make a comment one day, boy, that would sure be nice if I had a powered trunk or lift gate. And, um, so I kind of stuck that back in my mind, uh, for future reference. So, uh, since then I've, I've been looking and or we can talk about what that experience has been like. Whenever you have a popular vehicle, there's going to be an aftermarket, uh, uh, that pops up around that specific vehicle. So there's no shortage. I did a little Google search before we got on of these liftgate retrofits by third-party companies. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that had anything to do with Tesla offering their own retrofit? I do. Um, I did the same thing. When I first heard about Allison's desire, I went online and searched and found a bunch of third-party options and I, you know, I get on the Tesla forums, the Tesla Motor Club forum, Reddit, and this this request pops up more often than I thought it would. Uh, and a lot of, I'll call them luxury cars, although it's debatable whether Tesla is actually luxury, have powered lift gates. Uh, Tesla does not, probably to save cost. At least they didn't in the Model 3s. So that brought up this whole community of third-party options, and I was considering going down that path, but I was concerned about the fairly significant mods that are required to make this retrofit for a trunk, a powered trunk and whether that would impact my warranty on the car. Is there anything specific that you were concerned about? Like what, what what was the thing that gave you the most pause? Well, I looked at the directions because many of these uh, are designed to do yourself. Um, I wasn't quite comfortable Taking that on, it involves changes to uh, the wire harness that goes to the rear and even inside the cabin of the car. Um, and there, are, some of the uh, retrofits involve taking off the bumper, and I was not comfortable with that because then you get into the sensors. I have, uh, we both have USS, you know, ultrasonic sensors, and I didn't want to mess with any of that. So. That combined with concerns about the warranty, I decided not to pursue the uh, third-party option. So I just waited. And not that long ago, right? Tesla announced that they were doing these retrofits. Right. Just uh, September of this year is when they first popped up. And I was all over it because I've been looking for it and kind of keeping my eyes open. Um, as soon as I saw that it was available, I went online and they were sold out. Not oh, available. Nice. Um, 
And a lot of people complained about that. But but to Tesla's credit, at least they were responding to what I think was a very strong consumer demand. And that's borne out by the fact that as soon as these things come available, they're sold out. And they are generally available for a day at most online. And then they dry up, you know, the, the stock goes away. And then they become available three, four weeks later. So it's not, it's high demand, hard to get your hands on. Uh, you really kind of have to keep your eyes open if you want to get one of these retrofits from Tesla as opposed to a third party. So it's like the Tesla equivalent of getting uh, the Taylor Swift tickets, I guess. <laughs> Close. Yeah, I, I think Taylor Swift might even be a little bit, <laughs> a little bit more in demand. Yeah. Let me put it this way. Uh, the uh, power truck re- retrofit would not down the Internet as oh, okay. uh, Taylor Swift, <laughs> or at least the ticket sales uh, site. Like well, Taylor did. That makes sense. Do you want to compare and contrast the, other than the self-install versus Tesla installing it for you, some of the third-party uh, retrofits versus the Tesla retrofit? Sure. Um, there are, you know, there are different third-party options, and some, they're not all the same. But uh, the, the Tesla, the Tesla retrofit. Um, does not offer a, a kick sensor, for instance, that allows you to open the, the trunk just by swiping your foot underneath the bumper, generally in the center. Some third-party options do, and, and several other cars o- offer that option, aside from Tesla. This one does not. On the good side, this, this option does provide two powered struts to open the trunk and not just one. And it's interesting, we'll get into maybe the years because uh, there's a, a, t- a model year issue here. But the newer Teslas that do include a powered trunk only have one powered strut. And that causes, you know, a kind of a torque on the trunk as it's closing. And that's led to some problems and consumer complaints about the trunk not latching properly as it closes. Do you think so th- that that will be uh, like a... a- a feature going forward in some of the newer Teslas with the two powered struts. It seems like a small thing to try and save money on. I would think it would, because if you compare that against what I think are going to be a lot of service calls and and the cost and the time to address those calls, to me, this, this makes sense. Plus they have the design in the retrofit that they've provided. So, I mean, they have a way to do it and they've already designed the option. So I think, yes. And what what are what are we looking at in terms of cost difference? Yeah, that's another difference. The third party options tend to be cheaper. Uh, they range from four, five, as high as six hundred dollars, but generally around four hundred for most of them. That does not include installation, but you can get installation for uh, not necessarily from Tesla, but from a third party, maybe for a couple hundred bucks. So you can definitely get away cheaper going with third party, but I was willing to pay a bit more to have Tesla do the job and not be concerned about the impact on my car and, and, and ensure that it, it was done right. And if not, I could go back and get it done right, get it fixed. Yeah. And another benefit, uh, and I didn't know this, this is uh, after we were talking uh, offline a couple weeks ago, is that you can, you they'll they'll set it up in the infotainment on the infotainment screen so that you can uh, open it as if it came stock with that car and the same with the app. 
Correct. In fact, it's it's just as if it came stock with the car. So you have all of the same options you would if it came stock, including uh, opening and closing from the, you know, uh, on screen, the, the in car screen, uh, which has already has a trunk open close. It's just it becomes a powered trunk open close button. Oh, OK. Um, you can you have a an. Um, it, the way you open it from the exterior is you just basically click it with your finger underneath the little latch as you would normally the unpowered trunk. But once you do that, it automatically lifts. So you have to do a manual click, if you will, just to disengage the latch and then it, it powers up. It's similar to the Model Y. Okay. And then to close, they add a button to the, to the trunk, kind of the underside of the trunk where our Model Y button is to close it with a push of a button. I and you can also open and close from the uh, the mobile app, the Tesla mobile app. That's that's fantastic. So um, there's really no difference from that in the stock power trunk. Do you know if if somebody was to decide to do this and they wanted to use a third party? Obviously, they're not going to be able to use the Tesla app or any of the Tesla software to do this. Do they have their own app to to make some of this stuff um, more convenient? Like if you're one of my favorite things to do is when I'm heading to my car with a bunch of groceries is to open my car as soon as I can see it so that I can just start loading as soon as I get mm -hmm. there, especially in the summertime. Yep. Uh, is, do any of these third parties offer something similar to that or is it just strictly your, your, you, it'll open uh, by itself when you manually activate that button? You know, I didn't investigate this too much, but I seem to, I was surprised by this. I, I seem to recall at least one of the manufacturers, Handsgrow maybe, that, that where the, the people who installed the option said they were able to get Tesla through a service call to enable the on-screen open close feature and have the app work as well. Oh. Okay. So similar to the, the Tesla retrofit. Now I, I can't vouch for that. And anyone who's going to go down that path should check first. <laughs> right. Thoroughly. Cause it, I think it's very brand dependent. And, and you should probably count on, I mean, if you're going to go down that path, count on it, not working uh, that way. And then be pleasantly surprised if it actually does. Right. Right. All right. So uh, we mentioned that it's difficult to schedule. So once you were able to schedule and you got your Taylor Swift tickets, well, how let me clear. Let me clarify. It's it difficult to order. Difficult to order. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 My bad. Yeah. Uh, once you once you were able to order it, what was the scheduling process and the timeline like? Yeah. So I jumped on the as soon as that became available. I I jumped on the Tesla app, which is how you go about scheduling a service for all all service activities on a Tesla. And, um, well, actually, the first thing I had to do was purchase it in the app, in the mobile app. Um, and, and by the way, I, I forgot to mention, there is a limitation on which Model 3s can take this retrofit. Um, I mentioned the, the 2017 is when they first came out. I should say 2021 is when Tesla started offering powered trunks as standard equipment. So there's a gap from 2017 to 2020 where there are no powered trunks. Unfortunately, Tesla made a wiring harness change from 2018 to 2019, and the power trunk retrofit requires that 
new harness, the one starting in 2019. So only the 2019 and the 2020s without power trunks can take this retrofit. Okay. So fortunately, Allison's was a 2019, so it was in the window. So Got it. Uh, where were we? Uh, scheduling. Scheduling. So I jumped on uh, the website. They will verify your car can take the retrofit. They'll check to verify it's in the right year range. Uh, did that, paid for it, and then immediately was able to set up a, a service to have it installed. So already purchased, now just set up the installation. That's going to depend on your service center, but mine had openings You know, in the next few days. We got one that was convenient, set up, uh, uh, set up the appointment. And then when you drop it off, how long did they say it was going to take? Yeah, this is interesting, and I've read about this a lot online prior to taking it in, that inevitably, since this is a new item for a lot of service centers, and in fact, it was the first powered retrofit for the service center I go to for the Tesla Model 3, uh, a lot of them will say it's, I think their service manual says uh, three to three and a half hours. Um, Did not take that long, and I didn't think it would. Everyone online was saying this is a full day job. And I can see why after looking at the the instruction manuals for the third-party options, it's quite involved. There's a lot going on, r- routing back through the harnesses, making changes, adding hardware, removing a bumper in some cases. I don't know if they had to do that in my case. But in any case, um, I got it back after seven and a half hours. And, um, you know, that I thought it might even be, I thought it might be a couple days since it was the first time they had done one. Uh, they were kind of, it was interesting when I took it in, they were kind of excited because it was the first one they were going to do. I'm thinking, so my car's the guinea pig you're practicing on. Okay, yeah. this is going to work out well. <laughs> but it, it turned out okay. There was just uh, just one item where we had a little issue with. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy to assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. 
Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. I did have a question. Like, when you get done with this, do they, I mean, obviously, you don't need to be taught how to open the trunk uh, from your the screen. It's pretty obvious. But did they, did they walk through it and uh, did they show you, you know, um, this is how you open it from the app. Did, did they just make sure it works with, uh, make sure that you knew that everything was working properly? Yes. Uh, actually, since I was pretty knowledgeable of this retrofit before I ever went in, I, I, I was going through those steps myself because I wanted to verify all of the functions work that I thought should work, but they were in the kind they were kind of in the process of showing those to me anyway. So had they had they not, I, I would have done it myself. But I think that they, for a new customer that's not quite as up to speed on this retrofit, they would walk you through all the options. Okay, and then so I did check all the buttons and all the controls. And that uh, that that little issue, um, yeah, you, you caught that at the at the dealership or at the yeah. Center. Fortunately, fortunately, it was at night, um, and and. Actually, nighttime is not a great time to pick up a car that's been serviced because you can't see, let's say, if they dinged it up. Or, but this one I was a great one because it uh, the lights that are inside the trunk were out. And so when the trunk opens, they suppo- they're supposed to turn on automatically. There, it was dark. And so I knew that was an issue, um, pointed that out. And that was the only thing I could find that w- that had an issue. They took it back in, spent about 15 minutes, and they explained some reasons why – I didn't really care too much, but they um, fixed the problem, brought it back out, and and they were working just fine. Excellent. And then, what was the overall uh, feeling afterwards? Like uh, jubilation, or <laughs> was it just like, um, oh, that's neat? Yeah, I would say feel about it. Right. Um, f- partial jubilation because it's not actually my car. It's my wife, Allison's car. Um, so I'm not going to be using it near as much. I occasionally do drive it. Um, but she's the one that's going to get the most joy out of a powered trunk. I already have one, but I know what it's like to have one. And I know I would be bummed if I didn't. Sure. So I was happy because I was able to hopefully make her happy is maybe the way to think of it. But I was probably most pleased that it just worked. I mean, it, I took it in, it took a longer than I thought, but everything worked out. And so I was, I was just relieved that the job was done well and, and the trunk worked. And, you know, I will say, cause the, I, I don't know if we said the price for Tesla to install is, is around $800. Yes. Um, and that includes installation. That includes insulation. I will say that Tesla seems to be pretty decent on their pricing for things. I mean, they're probably higher than than what it would cost for third party, but the 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 quality and the 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 um peace of mind that you get from the company that's going to warranty their work and also warranty your car, like the the moment you install a third party let's say lift gate in this situation and you have a, a catastrophic failure on your car. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter if that lift gate was a catastrophic, fa- the cause of it or not, you it's going to be a lot harder to get that problem fixed. And it, it might right. end up costing you way more than $800. 
Right. That peace of mind is worth a lot. And I'll say when I saw the $800 price tag, I did not feel gouged. I felt like it was reasonable, not not cheap, not inexpensive, but not higher than I expected is kind of middle of the road. And I expect to pay a little bit more with Tesla for that peace of mind. And so it worked out great for me. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at their wraps um, because I wanted to get my car wrapped when I got it. And then I looked at the prices and I said, nah, nah, that's all right. We'll we'll wait until the car is a little longer in the tooth and maybe we we refresh it eight years down the road. But uh, (laughs) their wraps from from all of the people that know about, you know, um, I don't know anything about putting wraps on a car, but from all the people that are experts in that area, they say that it's pretty decently priced. Maybe they're a little higher than what you would get at uh, the local shop, not too far away from where you live. Uh, but they're in the ballpark of where they should be with the quality mm-hmm. of wrap that they're using. Yeah. Can you get that with, let's say, bringing in a used uh, Model Y or Model 3? I do, do not they do know that? if they'll retro, because I'm sure that all their wrap stuff is in the factory when you order it. So right. That's why I'm wondering if that's even an option. Plus, the, they generally want the paint to be in a super pristine condition, I think, the underlying paint before they wrap it. It's not, you know, if they get a used one, I'm not sure if they can count on that. Yeah. And especially if you go to, if you go to, if it's like a used one from Pennsylvania and it's hiding a lot of rust damage that you may mm. or may not know about. Right. You don't want to just cover that up and pray for the best. Uh, back to the trunk, though. Uh, yeah. There's some limitations after you, you got it, you discovered. Yeah. Um, again, I'd done a lot of research. I knew what this limitation would be, but it's real and it bothers a lot of people. Uh, basically, the tr- the maximum height that the trunk opens is reduced quite a bit after the retrofit or as a result of the retrofit. You can adjust the maximum trunk opening or the, the, the trunk opening height, you know, with the same procedure that Tesla has for the Model Y and their other there are other hatches, um, but even at its maximum height, the maximum full opening, it's still lower by about eight inches from the unpowered trunk maximum height. And you know, just to for a um, you know a sense of how high that is, uh, I think I wrote down what those heights are. Um, yeah, so it's with the tr- with the powered uh, trunk it opens to 65 inches at the point where you would, let's say, bump your head on the bottom of the trunk, the lowest point of the trunk when it's open. 65 is five foot five. And for a lot of people, that is lower than they are tall. So naturally, as you're, if you're not aware of it or not used to it, you would bump your head on that trunk. Allison is, is just about that height, maybe a touch lower. So it's not a problem for her. I have to admit, I bumped my head on her trunk once already. Um, I'm a little taller. And so I've gotten used to it, and I, I just don't lean in as far. <laughs> but uh, the just for comparison, the unpowered trunk is 73 inches high at the bottom of where you'd bump your head. So quite a bit, quite a bit taller. Yeah, quite a bit. Eight and inches. I will say, because you, you've included pictures of the before and after with the trunk open and closed. One of the things that I didn't appreciate until we were chatting about it right now 
is the way that the trunk on the Model 3 is designed versus the hatchback on the Model Y. The Model Y is nice and open. You can easily slide things in and out of it. The Model 3 trunk, there's there's a pretty, I wouldn't say narrow, but there is a, a constrained opening for you to put things in. And that that does lead to, if you're, if you're taller, uh, you may have to lean down and then you're going to bump your head. Right. When you, when you're exiting or you're going to bump your head when you're going in. Right. So, I mean, yeah, it's not the cons- end of the world. You're not going to brain right. yourself where you, you're going to have a long lasting brain injury, but um, I've smacked my head on the side of my, on the, on the corner side of my model Y. And with it, it, it fully open. Yeah. 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 I mean, mine's closed. We, we talked about this a little bit off, um, offline, but mine's, I, lowered mine down a little bit so it wouldn't hit the garage door when the garage mm-hmm. door was up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's right about here, right about temple height. Um, and I wasn't paying attention. I looked away and then I went to put something back in the car and just right here, just back. Mm. Um, it was okay. enough to make me say a swear word. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Non-Girl Scout safe. No, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think... Um, Overall, it sounds like it was a, a successful purchase. I know Allison was excited about getting it done. Uh, yeah, would you do it I, again? I would. Uh, I would do it again, but there is kind of a, a funny uh, ending to this. You recall when we started, I said, I recall, I remember Allison saying, you know, I'd sure like a, a powered trunk, kind of like you have your powered hatch. After I got it installed and I was asking her, how do you like it, dear? Is is this what you were hoping for? And she said, you know, I don't recall asking for this. <laughs> uh, which uh, was pretty humorous. But she, nonetheless, she appreciates it and she seems to like it. Um, I don't know if I was just imposing what I wanted on her car, but <laughs> we had a little miscommunication. In any case, I think it worked out fine because she seems to enjoy it. I think that's a that's a really good um, example of anybody who's been married for any length of time. <laughs> yes, because uh, I have done things for for my wife with this with the same intention of wanting to be a good husband, and uh, my wife would, has said, I, "This is great. How did you think of it? Or why? What, <laughs> what, what brought this to mind? Because I, I can't remember ever wanting something or wanting to do X, Y, or Z." Uh huh. So yeah, it's a it's yeah. a it's a tale as old as time. That. Yes, yes, it is. So do you have any? Uh, we're going to end on this question. Do you have any advice for anybody who is looking to retrofit uh, yes. their Model Three? Yes. First of all, make sure that you you know you have a Model Three that fits in the in the model year range, twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. And I know that's limited. And I wanted to apologize to people who maybe listen to this, but realize this is just for a small set of listeners, people, Model 3 owners who have a 2019 or 2020. But the other point we should make is that it does it does point out that Tesla appears to listen, at least in some cases, to to their customers' desires or requests. And in this case, the request for a power trunk. But yeah, um, the, the recommendations I would make is if you really want this and, you, and your car is eligible, you have to monitor the website pretty consistently. I was looking at the website two or three times a day, every day to see when it popped up. And and again, the reason is it goes away quickly. 
So jump on it. If you see it open up and you really want it, jump on it while you can. Make the purchase and schedule schedule your appointment. Um, I would I would caution everyone to consider the trunk opening height if they're going to do this. For some people, this has been a, a non-starter when they they realize how low the trunk is. For us, it wasn't an issue, but it might be for others. But I think overall, the convenience is much better when you're your arms are full or you're you just want to have your trunk open ready for when you arrive it it's or or you don't want to bother closing it uh you can do it on the go i think it's all worthwhile to us and it was um a good purchase excellent well thanks steve so much for coming on and and sharing this with with the listeners and honestly i i want to say that Sierra and Brad already have this because I think theirs is a 2021, but if they don't, I'm definitely going to turn them on to it because they travel. Uh, I don't know nine months out of the year they're on the road yeah. to different places, uh, Airbnb across the U.S. because they're remote workers. I and I I don't know how beneficial it would be to them, but I would imagine it would be. Sure, sure. I, yeah, let me know if they if they do. I'd be curious. Yeah, I'll have to. I, I want to say it's 2021, so they're probably safe. But Steve, where can people find you if they want to follow what you're up to? Well, I'm on the social media sites, uh, you know, uh, X and Mastodon and Threads at SP Sheridan. Uh, at, at Mastodon, it's SP Sheridan at Astrodon.com. And uh, on YouTube, I'm at Steve Sheridan or SP Sheridan. Yes. And, 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 you know, Steve obviously is a fan of electric vehicles. Uh, he's also a fan of space. So mm. if you want to get some good space content or just to have a nice conversation, uh, Steve's, Steve's your man for sure. I do love my space. Well, thank you very much, Steve, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Bodie, it was fun. Thank you. All right. I want to thank Steve for taking the time and hanging out. It's, it's honestly, it's very nice to sit down and chat with Steve. I always enjoy it. And I'm really glad he was willing to share that information with us. As always, I'll put Steve's links in the show notes. And if you have any questions, you can send them to me or you can follow Steve on the social media sites and you can ask him yourself. Your choice. Email is Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. You can find me on Twitter, at 918digital. A huge thank you to Steve for coming on and sharing a little bit of his time. A mediocre thank you to everybody else. I'm just kidding. Huge thank you to everybody else. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you, I guess, in a few days. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.